Sport Tracks on SFM FM with John Carica. Fantastic good news story this one Greg Bertish and his charity the Little Optimist Trust has received international recognition for the work that they do. They're based down at the waterfront. Greg joins us now. Greg, good chatting to you. Thanks for joining us. Hi, good uh, evening, John. Tell us about the Little Optimist Trust. What have you guys been doing? Oh, it's been a bit of a road, but yeah, we've done some amazing things, I think. Um, so we've we finally um, launched a sailing therapy academy in the BNA waterfront uh, and uh, yeah, amazingly, and 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 very honoured to be backed and partner with uh, Paris 2024 mm. Olympics, which is, is is pretty amazing. Say that again. A sailing support. What what it? Sailing therapy academy. Sailing therapy. What is sailing therapy, mm. Greg Bertish? Well, it's something that we've sort of developed over the last couple of years, where we found that sailing is an amazing way to not only give kids who would never have the opportunity the experience of sailing but we use it so for mental health we use it to introduce a, re- a release and an experience to these kids who come from very disadvantaged very marginalized um, situations and communities um, often some of them are health uh, compromised as well um, economically compromised and um, we, we, we give them the experience of sailing. And obviously, as you know, sailing is not a sport that is, 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 is able to be reached by mm. a majority of, of South Africans or a majority of people in the world because it's generally quite an expensive sport. And most kids in South Africa would never have the opportunity to sail. In fact, the kids that we work with, about 70 80% of them, don't even know when they arrive at our little academy. They don't even know what a sail is. They don't know the difference between a yacht and a motorboat. You know, a boat to them is something with an engine. And when we introduce sailing to them, some of them will actually sit in the boat for the first time and they'll look around them and go, but where's the engine? And we have to teach them right from the beginning, you know, what a sail is, what a life jacket is. So we use this as a form of therapy, um, and we, but we also teach them not only the science of sailing and how the wind works and how the environment affects the, the water around them and then how it affects the boat, but we use that to show them how their environment and their communities affect their lives. Mm. And the, you know, a lot of these kids come from such disadvantaged backgrounds um, and are so marginalized that they often believe that they will amount to nothing because they are a certain color or they have absolutely money, no money. Um, their parents have no money. They come from broken homes. Um, they have health issues. We work with a lot of kids from a lot of um, uh, orphanages. So they obviously, you know, some of these kids have no families. They have, um, uh, they come from abused homes. They come from hospitals and, 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 and clinics where they've had amputations where they're fighting dread diseases, and um, they come out and they experience a day. At the moment, we've just got a day program that runs, that we, and we're now developing um, eight-week programs where kids will come on a, on a, on a, like a Saturday for eight weeks, and they will, they will do even more and learn even more. But at the moment, they come for a day and an experience, and if that's all it is for that child, one day away from their normal reality, and to give them a taste of, something that hopefully will create a passion in sailing um, and an experience that they would never have had. And they get Mm. to 
come to the waterfront in, in, in the city. They come and they, and they have an amazing meal um, at lunchtime. They have snacks. They learn about water safety, the very basics of water safety. So right from going to the beach um, for the first time and always swimming where there's a lifeguard and about a rip current, you know, most of the kids don't know what that is. And when they go on a canoe or a boat or a ship or whatever that one day they might get onto, that they must always wear a life jacket. You know, a lot of these kids have never seen a life jacket. They don't even know what a life jacket is. So we introduce these key elements, these life skills in, 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 in ocean health and in water safety that hopefully even if all they take away is that amazing experience, when they go back to their communities and their families, that they will then hopefully spread the word that one day when they go to a beach or they get on a canoe, um, they will t- they will help their friends and their communities and say, oh, don't swim out here. There's no lifeguards here. Let's go mm-hmm. down the beach to where, the, where those yellow and red flags are, which they've never seen before and don't understand. And then when they're about to show, throw their knickknacks packet on the ground, <laughs> right. we tell a little story about a knickknacks packet and where that goes and how it is thrown on the ground by your house and how it when the rain or the wind comes and it blows it into a gutter and it washes down the gutter and into a stream and into a river and then out to sea and how the sun breaks it down and the waves break it down and the salt breaks it down into little little pieces and then you know those pieces get eaten by fish or turtles and how they affect the whole environment. And these kids have never, ever heard of ocean health mm-hmm. or even plastic pollution, you know, and they just don't know about it. And that's what we leave with them. And... We work with orphanages, with kids' homes, with other NGOs like Reach for a Dream Foundation, with, uh, with uh, Nine Miles Project, with uh, Central, Central Ocean. And we get them and we work with their kids that they find and, and, hand, and bring out of the communities, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and they come and experience these amazing days with us. And, yeah, I think we're changing lives. And I, and, and, and I think we are. And I think it's amazing that... Paris 2024 Olympics and their development through sport uh, association has recognized that. And we are the only South African um, charity to to partner and win the laureateship with, with, with them. So, yeah, we're very honored. Uh, you've got a history of, of using sailing, especially these little dinghies as well. Did you use that when you, when you did that 200-day trip? Was that a sort of therapy for you as well? Yeah, look, it's a long story. I'll try and tell a short version. You know, I was a, I was one of, of those kind of kids, and there many of them. That was, you know, I, I, look, I grew up lucky. I was fortunate. I came from a good family. I had great parents. I had good brothers. I had means, and I went to a great school. And um, sorry, just hold on a second. Sure. Um, and and I and I and I am sorry. Someone was knocking on my door here. Um, or one of those situations where. Um, I, you know, and, and I had my little little Optimist dinghy, which is a sailing dinghy. It's actually the biggest class of sailing dinghy in the world. And it's a square, short, fat little children's boat that shouldn't be a boat, but because it doesn't look like a boat. And, and that, yeah. that little boat for me, and I was a shy, bullied, insecure kid at school, and I hated school, and I wasn't good at it at, at very much. And I thought I would amount to, much, to, to not much. And that little boat for me was, I literally used to climb in that boat and I'd sail off across the lagoon into the sunset and I'd forget all my problems. I'd forget all the bullying, all the things I was bad at. And 
weirdly enough, later on in life, when I went through some medical problems and I spent a long time in hospital due to a tropical bacteria that attacked my heart valves, and I spent 200 days in hospital over a couple of years fighting this bacteria, and I met all these children. And I, and I went from feeling so sorry for myself, um, being 30 years old and, and, and fighting this, this bacteria, and I, and I suddenly realized when I met these children how lucky I actually was because these children were fighting great diseases and, and, and fighting for their lives and going through similar to what I was and worse. But they were only between four, four months old and, you know, 10 mm. years old. And I suddenly realized like how lucky and I thought, you know what, if I get through this one day, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to use my little optimist. That was a big part of my life. And I'm going to use this little square, short, fat boat that all the other boats laugh at and say is not a real boat. Just like a kid who's, is the wrong color or hasn't got any money or isn't very good at sport or isn't very good at school or um, has lost a limb or has a heart problem. This little boat is the perfect metaphor. And so I wrote a children's book called The Little Optimist about this little boat that mm-hmm. has a huge heart and he's not very fast and he's not very, 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 very good at anything. And all the other boats laugh at him, but he goes on to save the day in the end of the story. And this has really touched the heart of many, many kids. And kids put themselves in that, in that, in that place, and they see themselves as this little boat. And we use that that book now, and we sell the book. And we, but every book that we sell, we donate a book free, and we take them into the hospitals, into the creches, into the clinics, into the schools, in Corsa, in Afrikaans, in English, and we try and donate them to kids in their mother in their mother tongue. And we use the teachings of the little optimist now in our sailing academy as well. And, and there he, this little optimist teaches the kids about always doing good, never giving up, having a big heart and following your dreams. And it's just spiral now. And yeah, like, like I said, it's just amazing that an organization like the Olympic Games and their whole development through sport has recognized us. And uh, yeah, we're very, very proud. It's it's a good sum of money. I don't want to brag about how much it is, but how are you going to use that? And are, are you going to? Yeah, look, are, are you know, able it's a to good expand? Sum of money. I'm not going to brag either. You know, it's, you know, it's not a you know, half. It's close to half a million rand, and that's amazing for us because we don't get you know, to get that in South Africa. It's not. It, right. It's seed funding for us. It doesn't. You know, it, 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 it's amazing because I'm going to do, and we, the Little Optimist Trust, is doing what we're going to do anyway. We would do this right. no matter what, whether we got this money or not. It just allows us to do it quicker. And the fact that it allows us to do it quicker means that we can help more children. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it's about. It's, it has been a struggle. We've just come out of, out of COVID. Um, but money, which will get us going. But, you know, a lot of, a lot of charities get donated or find funding up front, very, you know, and they get going. And they, but the problem is they run out of money years later because they don't have sustainability. And our whole thing is about sustainability. And we, we've got the seed funding now, which is amazing. It'll get us going and we'll start doing more programs per week now and we'll put more, more kids through our program per year much quicker, which is absolutely amazing. Hmm. And we've got to find a way now of, of making it sustainable because it costs a lot of money to run these things. And once we start going, you know, that, that money's going to go very quickly. We, we've now luckily partnered with the waterfront and, we still have to pay rentals, but, but they're helping us. And, and we now have built a classroom and we've now got the boats in the waterfront and we now hired instructors that are permanent instead of ad hoc, just coming in for the day here and there and doing what we can when we can. We now are actually making it a permanent 
um, academy in the waterfront, and we're going to be running this on a on a on a on a weekly basis, and and then it'll start running on a daily basis, and and that's the amazing thing. And what we're doing now is we are have a, have a have a program where we can actually start getting kids who can afford to come and learn to sail, mm. and we will start bringing them in as well. So you can bring your little kid in, have an experience of sailing, the first taste of sailing, go sailing, learn to sail, and sail their own boat in one day, in less than one day, in a few hours, which is almost unheard of, even even for kids who, who have money and, and parents who have money to afford to go and do that. Normally you have to do a two-week or three-week sailing program where you go through this whole thing. We teach kids to sail in inverted commas, we give them the understanding of sailing, and by the end of the day or the end of the few hours, they're actually sailing their own little boats right there very easily. But the beautiful thing is that they, the money that we get from those kids that pay for it, that money goes to fund a kid who can't afford it. So that is our sustainability model that now we've set, we, we're setting up our sailing academy. And, and, and for those who haven't got it and those that need it, it's sailing mm-hmm. therapy. But as part, for those that, that can afford it, they come in and actually learn to sail, and they still learn a hell of a lot they find a passion they learn a new skill they walk away with a little me- with a little certificate and they're giving back because they're now going to fund another kid like we do with our, our, our books when you buy a book another kid gets a book and it's exactly the same with the sailing academy you ha- you learn to sail and you will then fund a kid another kid who would never have the opportunity to sail and i think Great, that's need- very sustainable yeah Greg, we need to leave it there. It's been an honor speaking to you and keep up the good work. Let's 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 get more sailors and more uh, water-wise people across the country. Fantastic. Yeah, come down to the waterfront. You'll be able to sign up and send your kids and, and, and help another kid uh, at the same time. Forget the kid. I want the to learn to sail. LittleOptimistTrust.org. <laughs> I'm going to send it out now. Greg Bertish, thank you very much. You can find out more about the website uh, or more about what he does. Uh, you can also click the donate button. You can find out, follow them on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. They've got videos going up there as well. And there's pictures of these dinghies. It really is. It looks like a bathtub with a sail on top uh, next to some, some of the world's most expensive yachts in the background, motorboats in the background with radars and things. And here are these kids in a, in a little sailing boats. It's fantastic. Go find out more, www.thelittleoptimisttrust.org. Uh, make sure you spell that out. There's a couple of T's in there. The littleoptimisttrust.org. There's a donate button and you can find out how they do it, what they do it, and all the information. And you can see all the smiley faces as well.